Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. All right, we got uh, a uh, plan that is potentially in place for the return of Major League Baseball. It would have training camps open in June. Uh, Opening day would be between July 1st and July 4th. Spring training would take place uh, at home facilities or in Florida or Arizona. The games would take place at home ballparks. Postseason would be expanded from 10 to 14 teams. There would be a universal designated hitter with an expanded 30-man roster. They would play around 82 baseball games under this schedule. I think it makes an awful lot of sense. Several other things that are in play here. Coronavirus cases nationwide continue to fall precipitously. Uh, In the past two days, we have seen, the past two days of data, we have seen numbers that are much better going all the way back to May uh, to March. Sorry. Uh, in particular, uh, this is uh, this is interesting. Uh, we tested nearly four hundred thousand people yesterday in this country. The positive rate for those tests fell to four percent 
the lowest ever rate of positivity. In other words, 96% of the people who were tested for the coronavirus were negative based on the results that came back yesterday. We also set a new low for deaths and total new daily cases, the combination of those going back to March. So things have gotten substantially better in this country. The states that have opened up, Texas, Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, are not seeing in any way substantial spikes uh, that are debilitating the health systems in those communities. In fact, the numbers continue to decline in a substantial fashion. All of this is working towards the idea that sports should be back sooner rather than later. In Major League Baseball, in particular, they are dealing with a complex issue. That is, the owners are going to lose hundreds of millions of dollars, if not billions, with a B, based on not being able to sell tickets for baseball games and playing half the number of games that they ordinarily would. As a result, they have offered to the players, we don't know what the revenue is going to be, but how about if we just split 50-50 whatever we end up making this year and we will then prorate whatever your salaries would have been and pay you based on that revenue. That seems to me to be an eminently reasonable offer. In my opinion, if the Major League Baseball players don't accept this offer, they are going to look awful beyond measure. They are concerned about this being a de facto salary cap. My response to the Major League Baseball Players Association would be, are you looking around and recognizing how abnormal these circumstances are? If you want to negotiate for the CBA, you can do that in the years ahead. But in the meantime, fans would like to watch Major League Baseball teams and players. You have, I believe, an obligation that is more substantial to society as a whole, to your audience. Let me give you an example. I could have taken weeks off from my radio program during this pandemic. There's not a lot of sports news on a day-to-day basis. I've got a lot of vacation time. I am taking pay cuts. I am working many weeks without pay effectively. This is all true. I'm just telling you, just being honest with you. The re- I'm not some hero, but the reason why I have continued to show up, and by the way, I'm going to take off Friday, <laughs> proving that I'm not a hero. And I'm going to take a couple of days off from uh, Memorial Day weekend as well. But so far, I have not missed a day on this program since Rudy Gobert tested positive for the coronavirus and sports shut down. We have shown up every day and done the show for over two months. Not to get hokey here, but that's because I believe that in the middle of these trying times, when there is so much that is abnormal that 
if you start off your day by listening to me and listening to my voice, that helps in some way things seem normal. Right? This is not a normal time. But if you are able to sit down and you get in your car or you get your podcast download and you hear my voice every day, as many of you have been doing for years now, it makes you feel like things are a little bit more normal than they would be if I had just decided to take off a month and go kick up my heels and hang out at my house. I believe Major League Baseball players have the same sort of obligation. When you have an audience, when you are fortunate enough to have a large audience, I believe you have to show that audience respect by showing up and doing your job even on days when you might not want to do it. And this ties in with Michael Jordan and why I think people love Michael Jordan. Yes, he was the best at his job, but he also didn't take days off. He showed up and he performed every single game and he did that because he knew and he said it that there might be a kid or somebody in that crowd that was only able to watch him play once in person and he wanted to give them the best show that he could. He didn't load manage. And NBA players today, they don't care about that. Oh, there might be some little kid in that crowd whose parents saved up everything they could to take him to go watch their favorite player play for his birthday, and then their favorite player doesn't show up and he just sits on the bench for the entire game. You might think, oh, that doesn't add up. I'm here to tell you, over time, it adds up in a big way. Because your audience finds out how much you value them over time. And if you value them too lowly, then guess what? They leave. And they go find somebody else who values their time more than you do. And to me, this is the essence of Major League Baseball, the players' decisions. Are we going to fight a battle over a fundamentally fair and equal value that is out there? Hey, owners are saying, look, we're going to lose a lot of money. We're willing to split whatever revenue we make this year 50-50 with you. We want to be back rolling by July 1. We want to play 82 games. We want to have a World Series. We want to value our audience by performing for them in a time that is profoundly abnormal. We want to be as much normal as we can. That's the right decision. That's the decision that I made. That's the reason why you're listening to me right now on this radio program and you've been able to hear me every single day ever since Rudy Gobert tested positive. I've been here. Some of you may not have been awake. Some of you may not have been listening. Some of you might have been too busy. You might not have wanted to listen to sports. But if you have put the dial on or if you have gone and downloaded the podcast, I've been here. And the numbers, by the way, reflect, like I said, people want that normalcy. It's why podcast uh, numbers have been down 20% during the pandemic. Ours are up 
25%. We set records in April. Why do we do that? Because you know that I value you and I am showing up to talk to you every morning even though there's not a single sporting event to talk about really for basically two months. These are the times when loyalty is built. It's easy to come on Monday after there have been 16 NFL games and talk about the NFL in September. It's easy to come on during football season and talk about the results of football. But audiences are built not during football when everybody shows up, but during the dog days, during the challenges. And Major League Baseball has already made this mistake once before. In 1994, they never finished the World Series. I was up in Cincinnati, huge baseball fan, watching my favorite team for my childhood, the Cincinnati Reds. Barry Larkin was my favorite player. Eric Davis back in the day. The 1990 Reds World Series championship team. I loved that championship. I was there for the final game before the 1994 strike happened. Lockout. I don't even remember who was to blame. Players, owners, I don't care. What I know is the World Series didn't happen. And what I also know is that the, 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 the person that you're listening to now was a 15-year-old kid that didn't have any access at all. Went to Major League Baseball stadiums, hoped once a year, hoped that you were going to be able to sneak down with your dad because the stadium wasn't going to be that crowded. You had seats likely in the upper deck and you were hoping you could sneak by one of those ushers to get down close to the field during the later innings of the game. I've been that person. That's who I was growing up as a sports fan. Like a lot of you out there. I wasn't the person who had incredible box seats, didn't have season tickets to anything, got to go to games, loved being there. Well, now that 15-year-old that was standing there when Major League Baseball season ended and they never finished it, is a 41-year-old, one of the biggest audiences in all of sports. And I'm here to tell you that I care about Major League Baseball way less now because of the decisions they made back in 1994. Because I happen to be, at 15 years old, starting to have a lot of other interests, right? Like a lot of teenagers do. And when you're a young kid, you got all this time, right? Like my kids now, my 12, my 9, and my 5-year-old, they got all this time and not that many responsibilities. And so you can choose to spend that time so many different ways. I loved watching baseball. I didn't just watch my favorite Cincinnati Reds team games. I watched WGN, sitting at home by myself during the summer. Parents are both at work, put on Harry Carey, kick back, watch Major League Baseball games, Andre Dawson, Sean Dunstan, Mark Grace. If you were a Cubs fan around that era, you know all those guys. I would sit and watch baseball. I loved baseball. I'd stay up late at night in the summers, watch the West Coast baseball games come on ESPN. I watched the Braves on TBS. I watched baseball all the time. 
then my life started to get a little bit more busy. 15 years old, 16 years old. You're going off to college. You like girls more than you did when you were 9 or 10. School is more complex. You get a part-time job like I did. You don't have the same amount of time that you did when you were a kid. And frankly, I left baseball. Baseball lost me as a fan in 1994. I realized when they went on strike, you know, I kind of like baseball still, but there are other things I'd rather do. Wasn't collecting baseball cards anymore. Didn't know every player. And I moved more aggressively into being a fan of football, which I was already a huge fan of, and the NBA, which I was already a huge fan of. And baseball just kind of vanished. Right now, baseball has a chance to be the first sport back on a day-to-day basis. They can be back and bring a sense of normalcy in an abnormal time. They can help to ensure that all those 14 and 15-year-old kids out there or younger, that if they miss a full season of baseball, they might never come back. They might be the next generation of Clay Travis's. Because make no mistake, the decisions that you make, while you might not see their immediate impact, they impact the overall brand of the sport with which you represent. And so if Major League Baseball makes this decision that 50-50 is not good enough for them, the baseball players themselves are going to look awful. Because there are tons of people out there who are working their hardest right now for a lot less money. I'm making a lot less money. I took pay cuts in radio and in TV on my contracts, on the dollar figures that I was guaranteed under my contracts, I took less money. Because these are unprecedented times to try to help people who are lower paid so that we don't have to fire people. I gave back money to the company. I'm literally willing to do something that Major League Baseball players are fighting. I'm not telling them to do something that I wasn't willing to do. This is a time when you prove to your audience that you are about something more than just the bare minimum. That you can be about something more that is larger than yourself. Baseball coming back is important to the return of normalcy in this country. If Major League Baseball players are too dumb to realize that, I question whether they deserve any credit for my time at all. And I am certainly going to think about it in the years ahead when I have to make entertainment decisions for my family. Do I want to go to a Major League Baseball game on vacation or will I go do something else? I'm going to remember. And I bet a lot of you will as well. Major League Baseball better not blow this. The players need to get some sense talked into them. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. 
Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. John Morosi on the Discover Hotline. John, is the Major League Baseball season going to happen, in your opinion, based on what you know right now? I do believe it will happen, Clay. And, uh, of course, uh, reportedly uh, uh, an important meeting uh, today as the conversations begin in earnest uh, coming up between MLB and the Players Union regarding the proposal that was approved yesterday by the MLB owners uh, to get the game going again and certainly there there are differences of opinion between MLB and the union that is not a surprise that is a matter of bargaining as it exists in every workplace and every sport that we've seen here in recent years uh... and i just do believe that at the end of the day clay that they're going to work through those differences and find a compromise that gets the game back on the field tell me why fifty fifty doesn't make complete sense Owners say, uh, my understanding of the owner's proposal, and you may know differently, but if the owners are offering 50% of whatever revenue comes this season, and they don't know probably what that revenue number is going to be because it's hard to project in the middle of a pandemic what might happen, right? Things can get better or worse. Games can be more played than you would anticipate, less played than you would anticipate. Fans could or could not ever be a part of this as you move uh, ahead if things continue to get better. I mean, so to me... It seems like an eminently reasonable idea to say, provided the owners are giving full access to the books and whatnot, 
here you get 50% of the revenue, we'll take 50% of the revenue because it seems to me that owners are going to still end up losing a ton of money this year. Giving 50% to the players seems very generous. I agree. I agree, Clay. And this, to me, is not at all about a salary cap in the long term. This is about finding a way to get the sport back on the field this year. MLB has not, in recent bargaining sessions, uh, I have yet to ever attend a press conference or listen to an MLB official uh, get on the phone and explain to me why uh, the salary cap is needed in this particular sport. It just simply hasn't happened. Uh, and, And there's a reason why this is still the only major pro sport in our continent that does not have a salary cap. And it simply has not been a cornerstone of MLB's bargaining position in recent years. And so I think as long as there is a very clear delineation in the agreement, whatever is struck here, that there will not be a salary cap in the future, that this is simply a a one-year sharing of revenue on a fixed percentage, I would have to think, Clay, that the union will realize this is a consequence of the moment and not at all uh, an effort to change the economic structure of the game for the long term. So I think one of the other key reasons here, Clay, and, and you know this, that if if baseball is back every day for the next four months, uh, just to, to use an, an approximate length of season, and if they're the first sport that's back in our country uh, on a consistent basis and they're playing every day, you're going to be talking way more baseball on this show yeah. than you otherwise would. And and baseball has to realize the power in that, the, the power in, in, if not necessarily being first, because if MLB starts on June or July 1 and the NBA on, on July 2, there, there, certainly it's not going to be a, a huge difference. But because of the fact that baseball is played every day, there is a spot in, a, in an opening for the sport to get back into the daily consciousness of more American sports fans than has been the case in recent years. And that, I believe, Clay, will have an effect for years as a multiplier in terms of the interest and the connection culturally between the American sports consumer and baseball. And the inverse is true as well. Yes. There, if there is any sort of sidetracking of this, because of a, a labor dispute, I, I really do believe, Clay, that the effects would be would be very, very negative, not just for 2020, but for years to come. A couple of things I want to unpack from that, and I agree 100% with everything you just said. So first of all, there's probably also likely to be a lot more national games. So in terms of there's a lot of talk all the time about baseball growing its national brand. I would think ESPN, Turner, you know, Fox, everybody out there, FS1, that has any kind of relationship with Major League Baseball will have a lot of games to make up. And so we would have a packed television schedule, right, in in July and August and September, unlike anything we've ever seen before. I'm talking about games in the afternoon, games all day long. It would be like old school baseball when, you know, you used to be able to watch a game at 2 o'clock in the afternoon and it wasn't just because it was going on at Wrigley Field or wherever else. Second part of that, I believe there is still, even though it's maybe faded, in 1994 when they never came back, I was 15 years old. And I was one of those fans that was a huge Major League Baseball fan. 
At 15, I was a bigger Major League Baseball fan than probably anything but college football in the NFL. Obsessed with it. I never have come back in the same degree of fandom because at my age, 15, you, you remember those, like you suddenly get jobs away from school, you get busier, you're going away to college. Like your life is about to become a lot more busy when you're 14 or 15 than it was when you're a kid, right? And then you're still right. a kid at that age, but your life is changing and you develop new patterns. And my pattern became, ah, baseball, it's really not something I need to have on a day-in and day-out basis anymore. If they don't come back this year, there are a lot of 15-year-old, 14-year-old Clay Travises out there that will maybe already have liked baseball, but will never be the same kind of fan that they would have been if that sport had continued. Oh, I agree. And, and there, there are a, a lot of long-term considerations that, from a media standpoint as well, and, and you're right, from a fan interest standpoint, that that everybody's going to have to keep in mind here because this is obviously as as the experts have reminded us we are living in the midst of a pandemic we don't know when it's going to end but as Dr. Fauci himself has said multiple times it will end at some point and when it ends there there will be a, a reassessing of of life there will be a uh to your point clay about just the normal coming of age of a of a young person i think that all americans everybody around the world has been reassessing and thinking about priorities in life routines what truly matters to us what we're truly going to spend our money on in in a pretty uncertain economic time and i really think clay that people are going to remember the things that help them get through. There's yeah. going to be a, a real affinity for those cultural connections that we had. And baseball, to your point, a very good point about the, the, the notion of midweek national broadcasts that maybe aren't as common uh, right now uh, or have, have not been for, for years, that, that baseball's daily routine, the same conversation that we have about why more Americans aren't connected to Mike Trout in comparison to uh, an NFL player of similar ability, of which there probably aren't that many, is is because of the volume of games. Because you're into your hometown team, if at all, and that team plays every day. You simply don't have six hours a day to watch your team for three hours and then stay up until one in the morning watching Mike Trout play in Anaheim. It's just it's not feasible every day to do that. And yet, on the flip side, now – it's, it's inventory of programming. It's a daily routine. What do we all miss right now? That ritual of turning on your TV and having live sports in the evening. And baseball does that better than any sport in the world. And so if you can bring that back, I, I really think, Clay, that the, the game could have a, a, a mini renaissance, and it's incumbent on the players and the owners to get together and find a way to make that work economically. Okay, uh, let's talk about what this would look like if it comes back. Reports are, I want to see if this is what you're hearing or if there are any other details we need to know. Uh, Reports are 82 games, uh, that there would be a designated hitter across everywhere, and that the games would be more regionally focused but would be originating, by and large it appears, from the home stadiums unless there are particular states that would disallow that. Have I roughly gotten what the uh, blueprint would resemble for the return? Yes, and those details have been reported. Uh, Bob Nightingale and USA Today and Ken Rosenthal as well. Uh, uh, those, those are the key details. Now, the other key detail is the expanded playoffs from five yes. teams per league to seven. And, and in doing that, you expand your playoff revenue. 
interestingly, it does not appear that baseball will take the option of having their postseason go through November because of the concern regarding the possibility of a second spike in cases. And so they still want to wrap things up by the latter part of October, probably first week of November, but they want to avoid Thanksgiving baseball. And so the, the regional nature of things uh, for now is, is really important, that you're going to basically play within your third of the country. If you just imagine the map and then a third, a third, a third, west, central, east, you're going to basically stay in your lane, uh, either within your own division or crossing over for some games to the other division. And now things could get a little complicated as it pertains to if you end up having to go to your spring training location or a neutral site. Um, could the teams, uh, if there's an issue in Ohio, for example, both of those teams train in Arizona. Uh, the whole idea here is to try to eliminate uh, a lot of cross-country travel. Would they simply go to a different site somewhere in the Midwest, maybe a AAA ballpark? Oh, those are all very valid questions, and I think we're going to still see teams work through them. One issue that has to be dealt with, Clay, is Toronto and and where we're at right now, there are there is still uh, by the government of Canada a a 14 day quarantine when you enter and exit Canada from the U.S. Uh, obviously, that is not conducive to a three game series. Last question for you, and we're talking to John Morosi. How long does this negotiation play out? So the expectation is that this is going to be officially presented to the Major League Baseball Players Association today. That's the report anyway. How long does the process of going back and forth take? Is this a week? Is this two weeks? Like what in your mind would be the time frame under which this uh, this negotiation takes place? Well, it's a really critical question, Clay. And I believe that the negotiation should wrap up sometime by the end of May. And I believe it was done by design that MLB has, has brought this up with plenty of runway before you really, really need to make a decision. Spring training, we believe, uh, according to the plan, uh, has been mentioned as a possible June 10 start. Most of the players are already or still in uh, the U.S. Uh, and have not been traveling all around the world, obviously, in, in the last couple months. So their ability to get to a spring training location or the season location by June 10 is pretty good. So you, you could probably even have a negotiation into the early days of June if you really had to. But I, I do believe that MLB has brought this up here in the, the middle third of the month of May for a reason, and that is that if you give them a couple weeks to get this ironed out, I believe that gives them plenty of time. And it probably will take that amount of time, but I, I still would expect an agreement by the end of May. Outstanding stuff as always. John Morosi, we look forward to talking to you next week. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to expresspros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from manual manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. bring in now at the old P on Twitter, the Petros and money shows own Petros Papadakis. Petros. I know you uh, spend a lot of time around Chavez ravine, Dodger stadium. I've been teeing off on major league baseball this morning, and I don't know how much attention you've paid to this, but the major league baseball players are being offered right now. 50% of whatever revenue is able to be produced from this Major League Baseball season that would start around July 1. They'd play 82 games. They'd play in expanded playoffs. This, to me, seems like an eminently reasonable and fair offer. You don't know exactly how much money you're going to make because you don't know exactly what the revenue will be. Something that, by the way, There are a lot of people out there with jobs all over the country who know a little something about right now in these crazy pandemic times where many different jobs and businesses have evaporated overnight. Doesn't this seem like something that the Major League Baseball players should not fight over right now? Should say, hey, we understand this is not a deal where we're setting precedents for years and years ahead This is about just making sure that we can get our product back in front of our audience so we can restore some sense of normalcy to uh, their lives by just playing some baseball games. This seems easy to me. I think the players are close to blowing it. Good morning. morning. Uh, I don't know. Do we know that the players are going to blow it, or is that just your inkling because they have the most powerful players' union? Well, the in players' the union the representative has said basically this offer is a non-starter. And I did hear that 
some people were echoing what the the players' thoughts were. Some uh, reporter type saying, you know, 82 games, 80 games is nothing. It's not worth even doing. They should scrap the season. And I I I think it does. Look, the owners very rarely come up with an offer. And obviously, this is unprecedented. This has yes. never happened before. You just called it a crazy time. So, but usually, whenever there's some decision to be made in any of these giant leagues, including the NFL, the NFL used to be interesting. There, there would always be one vote not present because it was Al Davis, who was, you know, a rebel and a raider. But. Everybody else always votes the same. If they're not going to vote the same, they just don't have a vote. You know what I mean? Whenever they say, oh, they're delaying the vote, that means they don't have a unanimous vote. And that goes for all of these major sports. So when all the owners got together and came up with a whole plan and submitted it to the players' union, which is even more powerful than the owners in many ways because they've been around so damn long, the baseball players' union – then it shows that they feel pretty good about it, and they're going to get people like you to go after the players and say how greedy they are or how stupid they are for not doing it. Let's get back to playing. The problem is you couldn't find 10 sports radio idiots like us that all feel the same way about being at work or going back to work or being around other people. And we don't even really have a players' union. You know, we are all in SAG-AFTRA, uh, and no one cares about us. We're the lowest rung of the world of entertainment. But it's the same with the world of, of baseball or anything else. It's going to be really hard to get all those players to agree on, on what to do. Some of them don't want to leave their house, I'm sure, just like people we know. And some of them are, are champing at the bit to get out there or, you know, are doing squats on the corner of the Capitol building. But it's going to be hard with the players' union because it's going to be hard to get them to agree to everything. And I think you're right, Clay. There's going to be a lot of backlash from, from not only people like you, but a lot of angry fans that, that want to see something, uh, that want to see some American sports that aren't golf or tennis or – UFC on their television yeah look and 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 I also think that the data is starting to move in a positive way such that if you get back to work it's possible that by August you could start to have some fans back in the stadium like I don't think that's a crazy idea um, if you look at the way the data is moving right now now trying to deal with any of these epidemiological forecasts or expert opinions has been a near certainty that it's going to be wrong that's the only thing that we've gotten from the expert opinion so far that every one of their expert opinions pretty much has been proven wrong but at some point you look at the data and the data is moving in a good way like we are going to go back to normal at some time and maybe it's sooner rather than later but if you don't start the season back up it's possible everybody's sitting around come August and being like hey like, we really kicked that virus's ass. Like, there's nothing going on, though. Major League Baseball could have been playing, and they blew it. And I think this is the time when you develop your connection with your audience more so than in years, other years, right? Um, Major League Baseball coming back is a big part of normalcy, and I think the players should see that. And sometimes 
you can get so wrapped up in the details that you don't realize how you look from a big picture. Does that make sense? I think that that is a pretty good analogy for this whole thing uh, in many ways, you know, especially when you hear people aren't getting diagnosed with cancers and are dying and people aren't getting treatments that they need and things like that. So I, I, I understand, you know, that I also have a problem with the no fans and the stands thing. Yeah, and, I understand that. And some people uh, and are I've, upset by that. You, well, everybody wants to, Everybody wants their money. Everybody wants their TV money. But all the people that make money around the fact that there's a public event are still screwed and unable to leave their houses. Uh, That's just one point aside. But you're right. One of these leagues, the big dogs, is going to step forward or not. And they'll be seen as bold and they will be criticized, just like the NFL was for having their draft even. And there'll be a big conversation, and there'll be people that say everybody's going to die, and there'll be a wide array of opinions like there is about everything else, and they're just going to have to be bold and do it. Uh, Everybody's such a slave to the social media moment now, though. It seems like any time the wheel gets started rolling, there's somebody there to stop it. Uh, this time, uh, it got as far as the MLB Players Union, if it's going to be uh, kiboshed, like, like you're predicting. And there is going to be a lot of anger. And then there's going to be those that applaud it, saying, you know, we weren't ready. And that's fine, too, I guess. You know, I, it, there's so much information out there, and there's so many people that are positive, And then there's the negative backlash that it really makes it hard just to be a person to log on to the computer and, and really understand how to feel. Well, I think everybody's entitled to their own feelings, but not everybody is so. entitled to have their feelings dictate the choices that everybody else can make. Yeah, that's, so that, made, that's fair. You know, I mean, for every group of people that are together and ignoring social distancing and, you know, whatever that is or isn't, uh, I'm – almost more offended by the person screaming at them or taking a photo and shaming them on social media. I mean, it really is. This whole thing has really made us uh, suspicious of each other in a, in a way that, that we weren't before. And it's, it's pretty sad. I agree. Um, and, and I think that's why uh, we have to get back to normalcy sooner rather than later. And look, I understand there's a great phrase that I first saw attributed to Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook, although I'm sure it was a phrase that was in popular use before. And the argument is, and I think it applies to much of life now, uh, particularly as you mentioned on social media where everybody's quick to criticize anything. And that phrase is, Perfect shouldn't be the enemy of good, right? Something that is good should happen, even though it may not be perfect. And the reason why I first saw it applied to Facebook was as they were building Facebook, they had such a a mass influx of things that they needed to take care of in terms of building the site. And I think about it in terms of uh, when I was a practicing attorney. Um, And, you know, you're paid by the billable hour as a lawyer. And when somebody brings a legal issue to you, there's different ways to handle it. You can give them the absolute perfect representation, but it might take you a thousand hours of work, right? All the law firm, it might take a thousand hours of work to be absolutely perfect. Or in a fast moving dynamic system, 
you can merely be good and it might take you 100 hours. Which of those is better in a fast-moving dynamic system? I would rather get a lot of good things going than wait forever for everything to be perfect. And, and that, well, that, that be- was never supposed to be. That's the one thing about this whole thing, just as a citizen, that confuses me. Uh, we were told, stay inside your house, flatten the curve. Yes. We were never told, stay inside your house until no one is at risk from this ever That's again. That's exactly right. And that that feels different. You know, that yes. feels it feels uh, disingenuous. It feels like we were we were almost uh, lied to. Yeah, look, and, I, and and I think there are a lot of people that agree with you that are looking around now. You're poking their heads back up, and that's frankly why I think a lot of states are back up and running now. But they're saying, look, Dr. Fauci told us the goal was we didn't want to have an Italy situation happen in the United States. We didn't want all these hospitals to be overloaded and for have to make choices about who are you going to uh, to treat as if this were like a, uh, a, a you know a uh, a war right where when you got a bunch of wounded soldiers and you bring them in and you're so overloaded you're like okay that guy's gonna die put him off to the side we can't even treat him right we didn't want the hospitals to be overloaded not one hospital in the entire United States was overloaded so we did flatten the curve. But what people don't understand about that curve is if you looked at the curve, it wasn't changing the number of people who would be infected. It was just spreading it out longer term so that it ended up lower. And so you're right in that in some point in time, the argument pivoted from we have to make sure we don't overload hospitals, therefore we're going to shelter and we're sending everybody home to now the argument has been adopted of, well, until there's a vaccine, we can't return to any form of normalcy in this country. And that argument was not, it did not take place and we did not have a debate about whether we were going to go into our houses for months and stay there no, and I sports don't, be a part of it. I don't think there would have been a public will That's right. Uh, if that was the case. And, and maybe that's why, but it felt disingenuous. And now you have this, you know, curve flattening had happened or whatever, and anybody who wants to go to a restaurant is being told that they're evil and that they're going to kill somebody and they they should die a slow death. And and I don't like that part of it. But that being said, in these individual sports, you have that golfer who's got an immune deficient wife and and he's in the union and he's pissed. You know, he didn't want to play. Uh, some Canadian guy, uh, Novak Djokovic, doesn't doesn't want to take and a look, vaccine if it, there's one. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, the you know, there's going to be thing. a lot of baseball players, you know, that that push back. And I would, I mean, as sad as as it is, I would prepare to be disappointed yeah. about this baseball process. Well, I look if people for their own particular life reasons do not want to play, that's a hundred percent their right. Oh, of course, but I think there's enough in the union. I'm just using those individual sport examples just to say there's there's going to be enough people in the baseball union that they're going to have some heavy pushback. And I I just, I don't, I'm not optimistic about it. Uh, Yesterday I was because I'm stupid and I believe everything the second I'm told it. I'm optimistic because I do think that while there may be some players uh, who don't want to play for, you know, variety of different reasons in their own life, 
And they can have that right. They should have that right. That's a great thing about being in America is that you don't have to do anything, right? You have the right to stay in your house for the rest of your life so long as you have the money to feed yourself and you can stay in bed and never have to get out and you can watch everything that's ever been made on Netflix, right? That That's your right. If you have enough money in the bank, you don't have to do anything. And certainly a lot of baseball players would, but there are also a lot of hungry minor leaguers. And they're talking about expanding the roster to potentially 30 players. And those guys are going to be like, hey, this is my opportunity. I'm 25, 26 years old. I didn't know when I was going to get a chance to get to Major League Baseball, to get to the big show. This is my chance. I don't want to blow it. Michael Uh, Jordan. Demand for Major League Baseball spots far exceeds uh, the supply of those spots. So I think there's a lot of people who will step up and be the next man up. That, That might be the case. And, uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm watching, and it'll be great to have live baseball on our station. And I would pray that it would be safe and it went off okay. So Can you everybody come back? Else I want to get... ask you about uh, college football because the Pac-12, uh, your, your boy uh, Clay Helton had some interesting things to say about the Pac-12, and so is Larry Scott. Can you come back with us for the final segment? Sure. Be sure to catch live editions of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Job searching can be a lonely process. Endless searching, phone calls that go nowhere, applications that vanish. It's time for a better way to find a job. Express Employment Professionals is the local jobs expert you can trust, and they never charge a fee to help with your job search. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the office near you. Each year, tens of thousands of job seekers find work with help of Express Employment Professionals, and Express helps people find all kinds of jobs, from man manufacturing to logistics to customer service to accounting and more getting an interview with express can be as easy as a phone call and with just one application with express employment professionals you're in the running for numerous opportunities in your community make your job search easier by letting the professionals at express be your talent agent to find you the right spot on a great team express employment professionals is your one connection for getting a job visit expresspros.com today I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
My George isn't clever enough to hatch a scheme like this. You got that right. What the hell does that mean? That means whatever the hell you want it to mean. You saying you want a piece of me? I could drop you like a bag of dirt. You want a piece of me? Rest in peace, Jerry Stiller, one of the eternal members of the Seinfeld canon. Uh, we bring back in Petros Papadakis. Uh, Petros, do you see where your boy Clay Helton said that the Pac-12 might play a only Pac-12 schedule, be 11 games in conference, potentially nothing else? I feel good based on everything that I'm reading about college football being back. I don't think the Pac-12 is going to have to do that. But the fact that the Pac-12 is discussing, which is, I think, probably the conference that people would most expect not to play, even all playing round robin is a pretty good sign, don't you think? Yeah, but the Pac-12's reaction was just that. It was a reaction to weeks of people going on every publication and podcast and radio show saying they don't think the Pac-12 has a plan. The Pac-12 is a follower. I believe Scott Wolf said that on Feinbaum last week. Uh, John Canzano, who's a very prominent writer in the West, came on our show and said he didn't expect the Pac-12 to do anything until the Big 12 or Big 10 or SEC made moves. I mean, the Pac-12 is and and should be considered to be the weakest because their Clemson, so to speak, their USC, is very down. Uh, So they're the weakest of the power conferences. And they are a follower. So that was just a plant of uh, Larry Scott and Clay Helton and all these people to say, oh, yes, we've been mulling over this plan because look at all the teams we have. We wouldn't have to play anybody else. It's like, well, what's the difference if there's 100 guys on each football team? If you play Colorado or UC Davis, well, you know, who cares? Uh, (laughs) So uh, I found it to be uh, just – I I saw it as a reaction to – a bunch of people talking about how the Pac-12 does not have a uh, a spirit of leadership when it comes to making decisions for for college football. Obviously, the one major decision anybody ever put in Larry Scott's hands, which was what TV network do we do a partnership deal with? He completely blew it and tried to do a partnership with himself and create his own TV network. And it has been an abject failure and it's an unretrievable loss uh, because now it's not worth anything to anybody. So, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't trust them very much. What's going well in your life right now? Look, I'm just trying to be honest about the Pac-12 is my no, favorite no, no. thing. I'm just, I'm just giving you an opportunity here to tell the people out there and 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 across the country who are hearing you to finish up the show. I want you to be able to give us a, a, a dose of positivity as we leave. Well, it's five in the morning so out here, five fifty-two, and my family is uh, all asleep except for my four-year-old daughter who's up. And I have to face her when this is over and try to wrestle her back into a bed. Uh, So I'd like to stay down here as long as possible. So I guess the thing that's going well in my life is that she hasn't come down to the basement and interrupted this interview. And I might just hunker down here for a while like a bomb shelter uh, till she just runs out of energy or something. Because she is just an awful kid. Awful. (laughs) 
There's a lot of parents who understand that. Are you doing any of the teaching, by the way? No. Well, she's only four, so, you know, she's not yeah. in kinder or anything yet. Uh, my son, uh, thank God, goes to a Lutheran school, and those Lutherans because Martin Luther was so fastidious, have figured out a way to do three hours a day, four days a week. So he's he's on the computer doing his school, so yeah. I don't have to go through lessons and stuff, because I'd have hit myself over the head with a clipboard and probably injected some bleach at this point. <laughs> a lot of parents understand that, too. We'll talk to you next week. Thanks. There's a lot of good music coming out, and I finished a Nero Wolf book. Those are good, go. too. There you go. Positivity. That's Petros Papadakis. Many of you will hear him finish off your afternoon. Hopefully, a little bit better spirits uh, at AM570 LA Sports later in this program uh, in the schedule. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. I am Clay Travis. We've had a loaded show. Encourage you to go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss anything uh, from the program. Encourage Major League Baseball to get this deal done. The owners have presented a good offer to the players. Don't screw this up, players. Get a deal done. Let's get ready for baseball to be back in July. Appreciate all of you for hanging out with us. This has been OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA.